Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Tail Tellers Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing great today. How you doing? Uh, as always, just trying to stay out of trouble. I I hope you didn't have to build an ark. You guys have gotten a ton of rain. Yeah, it, it, the bigger rivers like the James, that stuff, that we got blown up the past uh, couple of days. So they are definitely rolling high. I took I took my uh, my daughter and one of my daughters, and we just kind of cruised around the boat ramps yesterday, and just to see what stuff looked like. And you know, pretty much all of them are very full and very muddy on the James. Um, so, and then we went up to a couple of smaller streams just to see you know what the relation is, because sometimes you know the James gets blown out, and a small stream is fine. Um, but you know, we got rain everywhere, so even our small streams were moving moving real quick um nothing too crazy like i guess if i if we had stayed and fished maybe we would have picked up a fish or two in like a couple of small holes with like heavy nymphs and stuff but um for the most part we got we got toasted <laughs> of course this is tuesday that we're recording this so i that my assumption is by the weekend if we don't get any rain this week um we should have really good flows in our small streams yeah, but I suspect it's going to take a little bit longer for the James to recover. Yeah, it'll be that'll be a while. I mean, the question mark is always: Are we going to get more rain? Uh, and then it, it's not even just do we get more rain. You know, you got to look into other factors like how much water are they releasing on the Jackson because that you know is one of the rivers that creates the James. And so, if like Moomaw is releasing a ton of water, we might not have even necessarily get rain, but the the river will run high. So. There's, there's a couple of different factors to always be taken into place. Um, so, you know, it could be it could be a week, maybe 10 days before we get back to normal flows. So if somebody wants to go fish it in higher water, you know, you can do that. Just be mindful of where you're going because there are, like, logs and stuff floating down the river. I, I walked down today um, just in downtown, and, you know, while I was standing on the bridge, I watched a tree float underneath the bridge. <laughs> Um, so it's just one of the things you gotta be, gotta be careful. I mean, right now I tell you, don't, don't even spend your time, um, especially with the fly, uh, cause getting, getting something down to the fish is going to be impossible. So spend your time, uh, doing other things, you know, tying flies or getting your boat all cleaned up, um, or out fishing a little tiny stream somewhere. Yeah. Which, I mean, the good news, right, is, you know, the, the, the higher elevation streams are going to clear earlier and probably unless you get rain, we'll be in really good shape this weekend. And then you've also got a really nice warming trend. Yeah. That's been what I've been excited for. Cause I was talking to a couple of guys that were able to get out right before we got plastered with rain and um, the rivers were still high some, but both of the guys that I know that that uh, fish regularly were saying that um, this past weekend was one of the best days that they had had so far in 2021, which is cool because, you know, it's not like full-on spring mode yet here, but it is trending that way, especially if we keep staying in this, like, 50s uh, temperatures here. So it's only going to get better from here, which I'm excited about because I am ready for some uh, good numbers days and, dry flies, um, insects hatch and that sort of stuff. So kind of what I'm hoping for is by this weekend, um, you know, stuff keeps trending upwards or, which is 
looking like it's doing now, um, the fish will start getting a lot more active. And so we should have some really good days ahead, even in the next two weeks. Um, so I would encourage people if they're, they're thinking about getting out this weekend, um, you know, just get on out there. It should be good. Um, and then into next week, you know, it, it all boils around again, you know, how much rain do we get? Um, and so when you're looking at some of the smaller streams, if, if it's a small stream that has a bunch of other little tributaries that dump into it, those ones can get higher and stay higher for longer. So if you find a little tiny stream, that's just one single uh, path, you know, on a map going down the side of the mountain, those are the rivers that are going to clear really quickly. Um, and you should have, you know, no problems fishing those effectively um, with like a dry fly or a dry dropper. Um, and, you know, right now in terms of flies, like, what I would be using. Um, purple haze, I mean, we were talking about this before. That's been a good pattern. D- darker colored dry flies have been doing well. Um, so if that's like a black elk or caddis, which would imitate, you know, the smaller stone flies um, or just a, you know, whatever the heck it is, bug. That's one of the reasons I like the elk or caddis. Um, and then on the nymph side of things, if the river is up a, a good bit or even the creek that somebody's fishing, I would use a nymph that is pretty heavy and I, I would honestly be willing to, to just put on like an indicator of some kind and go away from a dry dropper when the stream is really high. Um, because on those bigger pools where the fish are going to be, it is very difficult to get a fly down quick unless you do some sort of indicator thing. This is like the only time of the year that I really do that on a small stream. Um, is like put on a true indicator, like a New Zealand style, um, or if, if you have to, one of those thingamabobbers, which they're not my preferred method, but um, to each his own. And so, the, like, really the only time of year that I do that is right now when we have a lot of water, the fish are getting a little more active, um, and you just have to you have to put something in front of their nose and they'll eat it. Um, so that's what I would be looking at doing this weekend uh, is heavier nymphs, indicator rigs, and then if you're on a stream where it's not like going a million miles an hour downstream, then you can't do like a dry dropper um, in a, either a parachute atoms or, you know, a purple haze. We should start getting some March browns coming off here soon. Um, Nicole Gordon. So it's a, it's an exciting time, you know, it's kind of like preps and everybody's at the, the start of the race. We're just ready for the season to start. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You know, kind of one thing, kind of a, a question for you, not from a listener, but kind of, um, you know, it's kind of one of those interesting times of year, right, where it might be 70 degrees, but the water's really, really cold. And so you kind of have to think about, you know, the fact that it's really, you know, water temperatures, what's driving, what's going on. How do you kind of coach people about, you know, how to not be, for lack of a better word, kind of get take the head fake from the warm weather and fish like it's a little bit colder? Yeah, so one of the things is just a, a mental note to know exactly what you just said because it happens all the time that I get new anglers or newer anglers um, that come into the shop and they're all excited because we're supposed to have like a 50-degree day and then they show up to the river and then, you know, it's like 38 degrees on the creek. That happened a couple of times the past like three or four weeks. Um, and so what I tell people is, you know, you look for spots that are sunny, like literally the sun is going through the trees and warming up that pool. And because towards, you know, midday, 
those the rocks and the whatever the bottom of the river is, it will heat up a little bit, and that can be like a localized temperature increase. Um, and so that's one thing to keep your eye on. The other thing would just be you still have to fish low and slow. Um, that's that's one of the other harder things. If you do see some bugs that are hatching, like little tiny blueing olives, from a fly fishing perspective, you know what what will happen. Some people as they think immediately, oh, I need to be swapping to whatever that little pattern is. Um, but on our small trout streams, you know, it doesn't just because you see little tiny blueing olives doesn't mean that the or midges or whatever doesn't mean that the trout are actually going to like rise to those because if they are down deep in the water column down deep being you know three to maybe even five feet if it's a bigger you know bigger small stream um that it's not worth the calories for them to go all the way up in the water column to eat a dry fly so i tell people it's just you know it's if you just show up to a stream and you have to fish dry fly that's all you want to do You'll catch fish on, on those warmer days or in those places that are warmer because the sun is hitting it. Um, but for most of the day, still, you're going to be fishing nymphs if you want to be successful to the best of your ability. Um, and so it just lasts a little bit longer, you know, because we, it's, everything is going to warm up and, uh, we will be having a lot of dry fly action here soon. So that's the main thing I tell people is, you know, get excited. But don't get so excited to where you become blinded, you know, by the dry fly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, truer words were never spoken, folks. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, we love questions on the articulate fly. You can email them to us or send them to us on our Facebook, our Instagram page. If we use your questions, I'll send you some articulate fly swag. And you'll get into a drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And, uh, Ethan, before I let you hop, why don't you let folks know where they can find you and where you are online and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, so we're located in downtown Lynchburg, Virginia, and we're on Commerce Street right now. And uh, if you can't make it down to the shop, then you can always find us at tailtellersva.com or Instagram, the same thing, which is tailtellersva. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can call us the shop phone, email, Instagram message, facebook all that stuff we've got it all i'm the person that's communicating to you so if you've got a question about something that i said or maybe have said in the past then feel free i'm i try to be approachable so <laughs> um, just shoot a message my way I'm, I'm more than happy to help any way i can yeah there you go and you know folks it sounds like you might have a great weekend of trout fishing if you're willing to kind of go to some of the higher elevation streams you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few tight lines everybody Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines.